0: Love Talk Radio
1: And relax in this beautiful space that you've created Can I stand up? Okay We're going to expand the energy do it the form with your eyes closed so you internalize the energy completely so just close your eyes in order to go out you got to go within Tai Chi is my method of doing it that allows all energy condensed in to the very core of your body and as you continue this practice or any of your Tai Chi forms Practice with your eyes closed sometimes so you can really internalize it. And some marvelous things will happen. I won't spoil your experience. If you are not
2: sexual, you cannot be
1: spiritual. Because it takes energy to be spiritual. It takes energy to meditate. And I'm not talking about alpha relaxation. I'm talking about meditation, dynamic, deep meditation. Learning to rotate your consciousness through the body in certain specific psychic pathways that the tantric traditions of had after that. And in this way, we open up and enliven ourselves to the possibility of being able to create and be any and everything your potential will allow in this lifetime. But I found that this is very effective for developing my sexual energy. And, and when we talk about sexual energy, we aren't talking about making love. We're talking about the natural energy that flows through our body that makes us alive. We put the connotation sexual because that's how we deal with it. But there are many ways of using your sexual energy, creativity, writing, painting, martial arts for many, many ways. But this will increase your sexual energy for what we call love. It just takes a little practice to get this current going. to your system. You really want to communicate. And the only way we as men can really communicate with a woman is opening up a heart chakra on a heart to
3: And
1: that's your first step to learning how to Use fajing or anything else. It's developing your sexual energy. You see, the, the microcosmic orbit is, is for your health. It creates this orbit around the body and it goes into the five internal organs. The covert breath works strictly with the spine. But the yoga that we just built, it, it works through a uh, thrusting channel in Tibetan, I mean, uh, in Chinese. In Tibetan, it's called the Oma channel center body. and we say that well I don't feel it you got to develop it you got to develop the sensitivity of it because it's there just because we don't feel it one or two times we ignore it or forget it that's why it takes discipline and what does discipline mean you made a decision to do something to complete that we're completion nothing is ever complete because everything is constantly changing and moving changing shape changing energy patterns so this whole thing that we're doing here from the physical or the martial arts into the mental and spiritual things it's it's not a three day wonder you know it's your life and as you exhale slowly open your eyes very slowly
7: We are the men in black. You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good.
6: It's awesome, baby!
7: What's happening? This is Coach Kyer and you are now rocking with the best. It's Tuesday night again, at 8 o'clock. Every Tuesday is symptometry night. And I want to thank God and all the ancestors and all the spirit guides and yourself and your mama and your daddy for you being in the field tonight. So, y'all go ahead and put one more big standing ovation for you Tonight's gonna to be a huge, huge, huge show as usual. We always strive to deliver the best, so we just, we just, we just keep it popping. This show is sponsored by RelaxationIsTheKey.com, as well as CoachKaiir.com, as well as OriginalNativeRadio.com. We also have some partners' sites. Symptometry.info S-Y-M-P-T-O-M-E-T-R-Y .info As well as Symptometrybooks.com If you have missed Any of the uh, 20 prior shows Successively that we have done Then go to Symptometrybooks.com To listen to many of the various topics That we have covered On each and every Tuesday night At 8 o'clock As well as ordering your own Symptometry literature uh, The downside of nutrition, what to consume And many many others are also found On that site Woo! Also we got big stuff Coming up in Greensboro this weekend Greensboro, North Carolina, The symposium The Symptometry Symposium
8: This is a dream come true
7: And it's not the first time And it's not going to be the last time what I should do right now is get some help on this particular subject. Y'all know I can't do it by myself. I got to bring in my co-hosts with the mostest, 13 years in this natural healing fields, Chinese medicine, acupuncture, body talk, uh, the engineer. We call him the, the Greensboro shaman, but we're getting ready to move him into the United States shaman. Then we're going to let him be a world shaman. It don't get no better than this, ladies, ladies and gentlemen. He's also the president of the American School of Symptometry. Y'all put y'all hands together for my man, Dr. Charles Abbott. Hey, I'm Sue. What's happening? I'm oh, doing great, Coach. How you doing tonight? Man, doing feeling life. fine. Feeling fine. Feeling fine. Like a gla- like a.
2: Are you there? are you there?
7: Yeah, can you hear me? Hello, can you hear me?
2: Oh, yeah, we're here. Um, you know, Coach, i like to start out tonight by taking uh, 30 seconds of silence for those uh, people who were um, unnecessarily killed and slaughtered out in raw Colorado over the weekend. And um, if we could do that, then we could uh, go into our, our subject.
7: How's that? Oh, man, absolutely. We want to take and um, center ourselves, maybe sit on the edge of the chair, close our eyes, take a long, deep, slow inhale through the nose and exhale out the mouth and send some loving energy to those families and all that were affected by the tragedy that happened in Colorado this past weekend. All right, let's get this thing going. And I think this is a good this is a good night for a topic that we have tonight. Um is there a cure for these mental health issues? Uh mental health, ADD, PSTD, PTSD, PTSD, post traumatic stress syndrome, schizophrenia, depression, postpartum, you know, what and why are they? This 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 I mean, and coming in the wake of what happened out there, uh how do you feel about this topic tonight, brother Amso? Well,
2: you know, I, I really Um, I see it because it's around us so much. Um, I mean, even everything that we have from, you know, athletics, sports, um, pretty much any any type of activity that we have in, in life, I mean, we really don't know exactly who's around us. I mean, how can we even discern what's going on in a person's mind until we interact with them? And so I think the night is really, really important. Uh, Topics to discuss based upon what we we've seen happen in just the past you know six months. I mean, this is not the first time that we we see this happen. I mean, just here in Greensboro and all over the country, you know, there's there's always some type of unnecessary um, violence that happens. And you know, if I really care about a person or human being, or uh, what what. Why don't I have the restrainers to stop me from, you know, doing atrocious action and, and help and hurting people? So therefore I I feel that tonight is really a, a great and you know, a great topic to address. Uh, what's your um your take on it, coach?
7: Whoo! um my my whole take is curing is proven <clears throat> and from the blunt side America has to start waking up, you know, to 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 leaving these type of um, situations to being so random. You know, nothing nothing in nature is random. So this is something that there was a breeding ground from, whether there was some negligence or the young man himself or the, his family around him was misled. Um, and they did not know about all the options that were available. Um, I would, you know, that's 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 like kind of my rough around the around the block uh, looking at it. Um, I would have to do some research. Of course, you know, they're going to release the brother's birthday, and there's going to be all type of information about him where we can look at it closer from a cosmophysics side as well. Um, but just in general, this this, this has to be a wake up call. For um, people in America, that we cannot just dismiss the field of mental health, you know, and and the things that we and how we are co-participating with our children at young age. Like this brother was young, you know, this brother was young, and um, like like I said, somewhere down the line, he was misled, misguided, um, and. It wasn't that, you know, at the end when it comes to lives being taken, then they say, oh, this was such an accident. But I'm quite sure there were things that had turned up, you know, in the um, pre-this happening. You know, he he bought a lot of weapons. He bought a lot of ammunition. He was getting a lot of this information from somewhere, you know. But um, I, I'm so glad that we can address it tonight so we don't have to, um, so we can address this fear thing because, really what it did with the media is started generating even more paranoia you know what i'm saying even more bad imagery you know what i'm saying and hopelessness for mental illnesses so i want to just be thankful that dr nardi's getting ready to come on the line and shine some light on is there a cure for mental health that's what i'm feeling and, and i'm quite sure he'll probably get into it this weekend when he comes to greensboro north carolina for the symposium what do you think
2: yeah, I, I do as well. I mean, I mean, just a few years ago, up at uh, Virginia Tech, we had a, a similar, you know, a similar type uh, incident that happened. So I I know that you know these are things that we see and it's happening every day around the world. So symptometry is not only you know something that can be used here in America, but it's it's a global um, a global way of looking at mental illness and um, anxiety and things of that nature because basically we as humans have the same issues. It doesn't matter where on the globe that we stand to live. And um, I I feel that this weekend will be a great opportunity because I'm sure most of us know someone or or grew up with someone who who had a mental illness, illness and perhaps are even our own family members, and we don't really have any kind of uh, way to, way to deal with it other than pharmaceutical drugs. And they, in turn, you know, suppress the person, but you know, it also throws them off to do other things because if, if they mix them with with alcohol or some other type of drugs, you know, that's like a Molotov cocktail waiting to happen for the person to be exploded. And um I think that this is you know, a great opportunity for us to get a better grasp on on what what it's about and on the twenty uh, eighth of July we will get much more information as to how all of it comes together in general. Yeah. You know, I I um you know, I've I've seen that the only people that you know when I was growing up, I mean someone who was a third you know, prominent athlete I had a you know, snap and basically saw that person turn into a relic of them you know, of their former selves. Their So um, this is a great great topic.
7: Well, that's how I feel. No use to keep hesitating. Y'all need to put 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 your hands together for the man of the hour. Too sweet to be sour, Dr. Maxwell Nardi, the founder of Symptometry. This is a therapeutic scientist and a licensed symptometrist. Tracks down every symptom to his underlying cause in congested, inflamed, and tattered cells. Then he provides root cause treatment by decongesting and by nourishing the cells. He is a doctorate in natural health, and also he is a trained doctor of homeopathic medicine with a solid background in cell biology, anatomy, physiology, naturopathy, nutri- nutrition, echo- ah, echocardiography clinical sciences, quantum physics, and pharmacology, as well as in vaccines, microbiology, and food sciences. He is also a fellow at the British Institute of Homeopathic Medicine in England. Y'all put y'all hands together for my main man, Dr. Maxwell Nardi. Dr. Nardi, how are you feeling this evening? Oh, fine, fine, fine,
4: except that... Um Except that uh, the tragedy that you just highlighted um, um, has um, fairly geared me up to increase the tempo at which uh, we have to provide uh, root cause therapeutics at all levels, and uh, we are not going to allow um, uh, psychiatrists to, to to work alone on mental health issues anymore we are not going to do that because um, they need help. They need help. And we are coming there with all our arsenal to help them. They they, They cannot say they don't need help. The mere fact that there are women who imprison their own children in closets, the mere fact that there are people who uh hijacking buses and planes and trains and all that, all over the world. They fact that people are very manipulative and very calculated in their actions. They are so well calculated that they can commit crimes and hide all their tracks, cover their tracks, so that they are not detected for years and years and years until their cells give them up and they go to a police station and confess their crime. 15, 20, 25 years later... Uh, all these people are in our midst, and they are, they are on the buses, they are riding taxis, they are on the plane, and they are nicely dressed, and they smile, and they look very helpful, and they provide assistance even when you need them, too. But inside their brain, they are screwed up. Mm. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. A suit, wearing a suit does not mean anything these days. Because the person wearing the suit could be a a complete psychopath, you know. So appearances are very deceptive. This is why I deal with the way you talk to me, the way you look at people, the way you react to situations. These are the telltale signs that will lead me into your mind, and I will know exactly what to do for you.
7: Mm. Dr. Nardy, this uh this subject of mental health has just been around um so long and when people hear it it's almost like they cringe up like they really don't want to um like they really don't want to go into what's needed to address it. Can you give us some background information on um some of the just the background of this field especially like where it used to be, you know, how how people used to um how 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 mental health issues used to be treated by like you know I've seen documentaries where they used to like tie the children down. Oh man it's, it's horrible. Like it's that. horrible.
4: Yes horrible horrible horrible. But you see mental mm-hmm. illness has been around for for, 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 for for I mean for for millions of years. And um, no one knew exactly what caused it. And um, all the villagers had to do was tie the person up, humiliate the person and all that, but until (laughs) the person eventually dies. You know, and when uh, mental health was, uh, when mental health became a branch of allopathic medicine in Austria in the mid-18th century, um, many people in France, and uh, Germany were mentally ill. Many people, including prominent people, politicians or the councilmen, as they called them at that time, they were mentally ill. And there was one Dr. Twiller T-U-I-L-L-E-R who um, was able to associate mental illness with um rye rye bread, and it was another it was a microbiologist who was able to um, identify and isolate um the the mold called um, um pupurea, and uh, it has carviceps pupurea has thirty different strains, but the strain that gets stuck in rye, the, the rye plant. In the rye plant, um, produces toxins that are heat resistant. This means that the mold could not be there, but the toxin that it has released in uh, uh, on, on the plant will be so heat resistant that you can you can use the grain uh to to produce bread i mean to to reduce it to flour and then turn into bread and still and still the toxin will be there and what does this toxin do what does the toxin do it removes it destroys Protein 832. What is protein 832? This is the protein that pairs adenine with thymine and cytosine with guanine in DNA, in the brain cells. And it is this protein that helps the cells to divide and then after cell division, the brain produces activators, stoppers, regulators. Sometimes this protein even goes as far back as to the retina in order to properly position these, um, these amino acids in the cells of the retina so that what you perceive is the actual image, not not a distortion of the actual image. In a person who suffers from schizophrenia, that person suffers from nothing but distortions, distortions of ideas, distortions of uh, images and objects. A person, or maybe you could just see a, a, a shadow, that shadow could be distorted to look like a snake. It could be distorted to look like um, a rat. So the person would not like to talk to you, not because, not because uh, you are not a human being, but it's because you look like a snake. It tries to avoid you. That is, that is how Claviceps Pupurea distorts images to make people who suffer from schizophrenia, or mania, or all kinds of psychosis, or neurosis uh, to be totally on um, people who are not sociable. What we can do in symptometry is to help the person to produce protein 832. This is what Dr. Trilla did. And finally, this is what helps symptometry to find the particulate to find the particulate that helps to produce protein 832. We have this particulate. All you have to tell us now is what are the symptoms that the person is experiencing? Is he experiencing hallucinations, visions? does he have some visions? or does he hear voices? We have the particulate. Is the person hysterical? Is the same particulate we have it. The person is bipolar. The person has nightmares. The person jumps out of bed with fear. The person is depressed, severely depressed. The person is afraid of water. Running water alone makes the person run away. Or sometimes... The person does not want to take a shower. For weeks, the person will not shower because he's afraid to drown in the bathtub. That's the kind of hydrophobia that this particulate helps to produce. So, in a nutshell, we have what it takes to produce protein 832. Psychiatrists don't have it. This is why they can keep treating a person with pharmaceutical drugs for 20 years, and the person will not still get better. He said the person will be worse and worse and worse. Some of these situations, some of these uh, uh, mental uh, cases of mental illness also start with masturbation. I mentioned this before when we were discussing masturbation. Don't take masturbation lightly. Do not do so, please. Don't. This is the fourth time I said don't.
3: Hmm.
4: Because if you mix masturbation with alcohol, and and uh, you eat rye bread, I cannot guarantee that you'll be a normal person for the rest of your natural life. I cannot guarantee
7: that. Hmm. And we so we, we like I said, I always add in the cultural eating, and then you took it back to the masturbation, you know what I'm saying because you're sitting there playing with your with your with your electrical circuitry, you know that's a lot of people, I don't think they even look at it to that to to that basic level, you know um they feeling that particular charge that's coming up through that sensation, but I don't think that they're really looking at like the end results, and then when you start having the lack of good food combining uh, exercises, you know, and practices, then you end up with these type of results.
4: And the worst thing that uh, people who suffer from mental illness complain about is constipation. Constipation. Mm -hmm. Constipation is not bad in itself, but the problem is what you do to alleviate this constipation is what is very, very disheartening. Some people use milk of magnesia. This is not good because it's going to thicken your colons. When your colons become very thick, signals will not be transmitted. As a result, some, you have four colons, then you have the sigmoid. One of the colons may be paralyzed or semi-paralyzed. This means that electrical signals will 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 be transmitted up to a point. Sometimes you go and sit down, you want to move your bowel, and it comes after a point and then it gets stuck the rest of your bowel is semi paralyzed nothing will happen go to the nursing homes you see how i mean um, i mean uh, this uh, this this waste will be have to will have to be mechanically removed because the colon's paralyzed in the in the nursing home don't only talk about don't talk, only talk about people who are mentally ill who are in the street they are also in the mental in the in, in the in the in the nursing homes some of them play with their own faces mm. these you see when you look at you, when you think of mental illness you always think of people in the street who are so unkempt that they have to be avoided they are among us everywhere. They are us. Whoever told you that such a gentleman uh, had a, a, the, the what the man called Holmes uh, uh, booby trapped his entire apartment? Spent months and months booby trapping his apartment because he was he was planning what to do. These people are very methodical, very very methodical, and this goes back to the childhood again. I have a granddaughter. She is with me. She has she has come to spend two weeks with me, and the reason is I am taking my time to observe her, and she needs a lot of attention. She wants to be carried. She wants to be cuddled. <laughs> she wants the she wants the human warmth. Don't reject her. Oh, I am too busy. I am too busy. go 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 and play with your mom. Uh, go, go and pray with your sisters and your brothers. No. They need your attention. Take care of them. So that their immune system, uh, sorry, their nervous system matures properly. The maturity of the nervous system is done by nurturing. It's not done with drugs. You may give the child the right foods. We will get into the kind of Uh, protein foods to to, to, to give the brain you you may give the child the right foods but nurturing plays a significant portion of the uh, the maturity of the nervous system last time I said there are three nervous systems the three of them have to go together have to move together not one in front of the other or not one behind the other thank you Mm. Mhm,
7: and Absol- so, I hear your wheels over there turning them. What do you gotta say about that?
2: well, you know I, I was just thinking about you know all the things around things that I've seen in my life and and specifically in families where we'll see one person exhibit mental behavior and then another sibling a sibling or Two or three siblings in the same family will will exhibit that same type of illness, and then um, you know there may be some others, but they don't they don't show it. Um, is there a connection in that, Doctor Narty?
4: Yes, there is a connection. Always go back, go back and find out what is happening. Where is the father? Where is the father? You know, don't, 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 don't don't make an excuse that you work two jobs. You can work two jobs. I worked two jobs before. You can work two jobs. But if you love your children, when you come, your wife will make time for you to sleep soundly. And when you wake up, you have time for bonding with your children. Bonding is very important. You'll be surprised. My granddaughter is only two and a half years old. But she calls she calls me Papa. She she will come and see me writing. She will say, Papo busy. Papa busy. I say, Yes, I'm busy. I'll come back. Okay. She knows it. She knows what busy means. And when I'm free, I play with her. If you are also very busy, find time to play with your child. Play with your child. No one will replace your child like you, the father. My question is, where is the father? People suffer from, as children suffer from attention deficit disorder. What is the, where is the father? What is the role of the father? It takes two to raise a child. So, if mental illness runs in the family, always ask yourself this question. Is nurturing taking place in that family? Yes or no? Many people eat crap. In other words, they eat all scientifically. They eat chaotically. But they don't go and buy a gun to kill 12 people. They don't. So nurturing plays a significant role. If the father is not there to do the nurturing, what about the uncle? What about the auntie? What are they? They just need somebody to play with, somebody to get their attention, somebody to answer their questions. They are very inquisitive. They will need somebody to answer their questions. And this will be piling up and piling up and piling up, and by the time they are 16, 17 18, what would they become? They will become very mysterious. They will become vicious. Never, never neglect a person's childhood. Never. This is where symptomatry is stepping in now. All this void that was created by psychiatry, we are filling this void. Thank you. Hmm.
7: The father, guy. I, I hear you over there. <laughs> hey, I mean, it's 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 just what he's saying about the nurturing and like where is the father? Like, really, you could replace the word father with the word team member. You know what I'm saying? Because it takes mm-hmm. a team. It's always talk. we always talking about it takes a it takes a village. It takes one whole village to raise one child.
4: That's you true. You know,
7: and the The responsibilities of each of us, you know where are the stand in fathers? you know what I'm saying where is um I was at the airport today, and it was a um a little girl on the I remember Dr. Nardi said something about children cry when you're not totally present they won't, they want they can tell when you're not totally present, yep. and she was on the phone and she wasn't being present, and she had a little boy and a little girl they're probably like two years old. And they just wanted to just lay on the floor, and they were doing everything they could to get her attention. And she was just on the phone and not paying attention. And so the little girl just looked at me, and I just gave her some attention. You know, I just motioned my hand for her to stand up and just to come closer to me. And she just stood up and just, you know, obeyed and just came and just, you know, we
3: just
7: just connected eyes, and I just sent love through my eyes, you know, and I was, you know, and I, I often say the same thing. When I see a single parent uh, pushing a stroller, when I see a woman pushing a stroller down the street, and I say she's catching the bus by herself or whatever, I say where is the father? You know, and did and did he think, or is he currently thinking about the results of his non, you know, his his non-presence right now? You know, and so I often say to a lot of the fathers or just men, period, if you see. That, that 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 role needs to be stood in, you know. You need to stand in that role, you know, because there, there's not a there's not a lack of good men. There's just a lack of men knowing what to do at the right time. What do you think about that, Doctor Nardi?
4: That's correct. That's correct. You see, and don't forget that you see, don't forget that uh, some of us were not blessed with loving parents. I was not blessed with a loving father. The day my father died, I was a happy man. Because I said he will not be around to, to beat me anymore. I was a happy man. But later on I forgave him. Because he was having mental problems. It was only when I started studying I started I started studying neuroscience that I started seeing the connections and what the abs- absence of certain neurotransmitters does to the human brain, then I say,
2: oh, my God.
4: So my father was mentally ill. So my, all right, and I, now I understand. Now I forgive him. I forgive him after, his, after he died. I didn't forgive him. He was a bully. He was atrocious when he was alive. But after his death, I forgive him. Many parents, many parents are sick themselves. They are sick. That's why they cannot take care of their own children. Sometimes it's the mother who is sick. Many women are suffering from uh, 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 bipolarism. Many women are suffering from schizophrenia. Men too are suffering from the same problem. But they go ahead and father a child. Then they say, okay, mental illness runs in the family.
2: Sure.
4: It runs in the family because the same, all these family members are, are making the same mistake. They don't know what nurturing is. That's why we are teaching nurturing. We are the first, the first field of therapeutic science that has incorporated nurturing into the definition of health. We are the first. That's why nursing is very, very important for the child and even for the parent. Let us love each other. love your children, love other people's children because it takes a village. yes, love other people's children. Look at you at the airport look at you what you did look at what you did at the airport. The child felt. Closer to you because she, he or she needed attention, and you gave him or her that attention. While the mother was on the phone, okay. So that's what you do.
7: And sometimes, and and sometimes it can be just as it can be just as simple, you know. It can be it can be just as simple, so. Oh, boy. we got a long way to go, Dr. Nardi. Yes, but you
4: see, we have a long way to go, but I would say, you know, always the first step is necessary. At least now you have a field of therapeutics that talks about nurturing without fear or favor. We are the only people who use the word cure. C-U-R-E. We are the only people who are bold enough and have the authority to use the word cure. All these, all, all, all the other fields of therapeutics don't use the
2: word cure. They use treat, treat, to treat, to treat. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I I thought that was a a very bold statement when I first heard Doctor Nardi say that, because that 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 symptommetry uh, will cure. But it is he's def- definitely improved. That I was speaking to someone today about the way that he addresses a person. He says, Yes, we can help that and then proceeds to do it. And I really find that really, really um assuring. And so it does allow symptomatry to speak with authority. And, you know, I think that as we we see him as an example, you know, it's also important that other some other people are trained and you know feel good to actually speak about that as well so um i I would like the director of admission to uh, take a few moments to cheek on the American School of Symptometry so that we may uh continue to produce people that will be able to say cure so not. It's Dr. Narty, but many of us, for a thousand people, will be able to say, Yes, we can cure this by the year 2015.
7: Absolutely. <clears throat> we would definitely like for the mission specialist, if she is on the line, to press one. Is, is she calling in from a 216 number?
2: Yes.
7: All right. Hi, Ms. Admission Specialist. Your line is wide open. How you doing tonight?
9: Hello everybody, the admission specialist. Uh actually it's the director of admissions just to get it correct. But all um, right,
2: I'll, all right, all right.
9: <laughs> I'll <take> say <laughs> this, And um for everyone out there listening and for the message that we are working with today, um I am Tammy and um this, this message is so appropriate right now because just to let you know, I wanna just ask the listening audience a question. In your community, just think about the largest entities. The largest entities in your community, pretty much across the United States and around the world, are the medical facilities. Be it hospitals or doctors' offices and things like that. Yes! Or maybe I can say but. We are sicker than ever. And so... From the information what just went down in Colorado, we need to take a look at that. And for the people who are listening, you probably are the ones who are going to be the advocates who can make that change. Um, And so if you look at the TV commercials, everything is out there. We're basically now self-prescribing ourselves by telling to tell your doctor or ask your doctor if such and such medication is right for you. When did that come into play? And so I guess what you want to do is not treat, because all those symptoms that you hear rattled off on the 30-second-long commercial is talking about treating. But We are being bold enough to go out and say we are curing diseases. And so with that, I want to just give you a brief um, introduction. If symptometry is interesting and appealing to you, and if you're drawn to the health Um, health field and healthy lifestyles, then you should consider the American School of Symptometry. Um, We are the teaching and training arm of Symptometry so that we can cure diseases, not just treat them. We are curing diseases. And we have two programs. We have a one-year program and we have a four-year program. The four-year program is broken into two parts. It's in two two two-year periods segments of time. One two year program, when you start on that, you would after that two year your coursework is completed, you would receive your provisional license. And I'm going through this briefly, if you come on Saturday to the symposium, you'll hear a more in depth um, look at the American School of Symptometry. There is a time period there where you're going to be collecting your research and then you would then become finisher. Coursework by presenting your research and become your, the doctorate of symptometry. Now, I want to just take it one step closer because I want to give you the information so we can get this recorded. Symptometry, and just in this case you're not aware, I'm going to spell it anyway. S Y M T O M E T R Y dot info. Coach Kier gives that out all the time. You can go on the website and check it out. If you hit that, go on that website, symptometry.info, under the welcome, you follow it, hover over the part, you go to the American School of Symptometry. If you do an educational inquiry, fill out the information, tell us which one of the programs you're interested in, it will send me, I love technology, it will send me an email I will send out some information to you to get you started. We are looking for people to take this root cause therapeutic message back into their communities. We are looking for them to propel this message out into the community. But we know that life happens and sometimes finances aren't exactly where we want them to be. We have a solution for that as well. We, have, we offer several scholarships that are available for those qualified, but qualifications, qualified does not necessarily mean only financial. Um, We're looking for bright students, people who have the um, information, they can learn the information, not just regurgitate it, but can take that information and make it their own as far as making it understandable to the community and to the people they are going to be treating. Um, technology is great because you can do all this from the comfort of your home. It's a self study. So uh, let me just give you a couple of phone numbers. Uh, the executive of the American School of is is Dr. Charlie Abbott. It's area code 708 620 4362. And my number is area code 708. Two five two three six two one. Um, so if you or if you're interested, please go on to the website, fill out that educational inquiry, and we can get the ball rolling as far as getting you enrolled. But again, I hope to hear see a lot of you who are listening Saturday in Greensboro at the symposium. That's all I have right now.
7: Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Let's go, ladies and gentlemen. We're looking for a thousand doctors to come through the school american school of Symptometry by two thousand fifteen, so don't hesitate participate you know this Thank you. is this yeah. this is a movement um of magnomiaous proportion, and it's something that we should all take quite 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 seriously, so let's get on board i mean th- there's no more need for us to be complaining or you know, whatever that it is that, or making excuses of why we're not, or why something is not happening. Um, the answers are here. We're looking for those people who are about taking risks. We're looking for those people, just like she said, that are very bright and looking to enhance and cure themselves, and then be ready to go out there and represent and cure others, and um, really be a part of history too. That because everyone who's already involved is a part of history. But now it's time to call to action, and it's time for some of us to say, you know what, I need to go ahead and order my book, The Downside of Nutrition, from com and at least start there. Start there with the with your primary study guide. You have to have that. So, um, I definitely thank you, Tammy, as the director of admissions. I had to get myself straight, you know. <laughs> And I won't be making that mistake again, and, 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 and Dr. Abbott won't even, because that's where I got it from. So he set me up, but it's okay. Ha, <laughs> ha, okay. <laughs> He's he laughing, ha, ha. All right, Tammy, I'm going to put you back on mute. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, peace. Amso, we're gonna fill them. we're going to fill them some time at your desk up over there, Dr. Nardi, Amso. That's what's going to happen.
2: Absolutely.
7: Absolutely. Janice, I do have a caller um from the seven one eight. Let me get to her real quick or him and see what they got going on before we proceed with the lesson tonight. Caller from the seven one eight six five zero. Your uh your mic is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please?
10: Hey this is Brother Cherokee calling in from the Boogie Down Bronx. What's
7: going on, brother Cherokee?
10: How you feeling
7: this evening? All is well. Hi uh you got any comments, questions? For
10: well, feedback oh, for that, Nardi? Definitely, definitely. Um, I really don't even know where to begin, and I don't want to be too lengthy, but, I mean, what, what you touched on is, is, is something that, I mean, wow, you you should have a two-part program. But um, i just start by saying that um, the mental illness, the mental illness just from my readings and interacting with, with folks, but um, starting off with just research I've done, starting off with my own people, because what better to start off than who and what I am? And, um, of course, with the nutrition, nutrition definitely playing a part. But then going all the way back to so-called slavery and the enslaver himself being sick, how does this play a whole role in who and what we are today? And... um The um, a major a major thing that's going on in this land right now is the so-called health care argument, you know, which I think we also should bring up tonight while we're discussing this. You know, if, if you brothers have um, any comments on that, the whole health care healthcare discussion, and does the so-called government really want its people to get better or live a totally free Life free of disease
7: and disorder. Doctor Nardi, like I don't want to be too late. Doctor Nardi, can you please yeah. comment on that? I think that was an yes, excellent it, question.
4: Oh yes, yes. Uh, it's, a, it's a two-part question that was very, very well articulated, and thank you very much, um, Brother Cherokee. Um, yes, yes, yes. The slave master was sick, and the slave was sick. So <laughs> it is pathetic, and uh, who was right and who was wrong is today that thanks to symptometry we are able to pass judgment on what really happened. Alcohol. I, I remember one time I told you I told you that I had a prominent. Uh, I had a prominent African who was lecturing, who is still lecturing in a, in, a, in, a, in a university on the East Coast, but I will not tell you. And he holds the view that it was the white man that went and enslaved the black people. All right. I said, well, you have to go a little bit farther because we know which year the Portuguese ships. Uh, uh, birthed on at uh, uh, Elmina Castle Harbour. We know the, the year. We know the year it birthed in uh, in Angola and on and on and on. We know. But what did these people do? What did the explorers do? They provided alcohol to the Paramount Chiefs. And what did the paramount chiefs do? They drank alcohol. And what happened after they drank alcohol? They started selling their own people to the white man. This was what happened. So I asked him this question. So I asked him this pointed question. Did the white man open the chief's mouth to force alcohol down their throat? Yes or no? He said, I wasn't there, but I should believe that, no, this did not happen. It looks like the paramount drunk from their own volition. I said, okay. So, they made a choice. And unfortunately, they made the wrong choice. It is not alcohol. It is not the white man that caused slavery. It is alcohol that facilitated slavery. Always look at it. The same thing also happens to drunk driving. It is not the car that hit you that is at fault. It is the drunken person who was driving the car that hit you who is at fault. Mm. Don't twist the argument. Don't twist the argument. That's what I told him. And two weeks later, he called me and told me that you are right. You are right. I said, well, I knew I was right all along, but it took you three weeks for you to admit that I was right. (laughs) Blame alcohol. The same thing also happens when... Uh, uh, look at this, this your Whole, whole homes, homes. Alcohol was involved. Alcohol is playing a major part in all these stupid decisions that are taken in the halls of Congress and uh, in the parliaments all over the world. Alcohol. So I am not, I am not taking anyone out of the hook. All I'm saying is, make sure that when you are analyzing and you are deconstructing. In order to reach the root cause of a problem make sure that all the players are well analyzed and then before you're pushing the blame that's what I told him and that's my that's my advice to all the audience tonight do that also Okay. all right now what is happening in the United States and all over the world is not healthcare it is not health care. That's a sham. That's a big lie and that's a gimmick. So, What is happening is disease
3: care.
10: It
4: is not health
3: care.
10: No, because the rule of health is ill, right? That's correct. And now we
4: are bold enough to say what we are saying. Because no one can challenge us. You challenge us, you'll be lamentably sorry. Don't try. Don't try. For heaven's sake, don't try it. Because we rain down all these facts on you until you are buried. Don't try it. You say you you, you are you, 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 you you are treating people you are treating people with what? With what they are not made of? Are we made of pharmaceutical drugs, or we are made of water and nutrients? Why are you treating people with mismatches? Why? Do you know how to nourish the brain? You don't know how to nourish the brain. This is not taught in medical school. We teach it at a medical school of symptometry. We teach it. Know how to nourish the brain. You need zinc, you need calcium, you need copper, and you need B vitamins. Why do we always encourage people to drink the ginger beverage? Because of copper, because of all the other uh, minerals. How does calcium get into the, the, the cells? How does calcium get in the cells? In order for calcium to get in the cells, the person should stop drinking foods or beverages that have citric acid. We have been teaching this over and over and over. Do they teach this in medical school? No, they don't. They take you to the, to, to, to the monastery and scare you with caravans and all that and you are not able to eat that night and you are not able to sleep, you'll be having nightmares. That, that's the, that's the best way to, to frighten the Jesus or the, the Buddha out of you. <laughs> so there is no health care. Health care means you know what health is. You can define it and you can preserve it. You can help a person to maintain that health. That is health care. Only symptomatic does health care. What is happening out there is disease care, where the health disruptors are stuck in the person's body and they cannot come out. They don't know how to nourish the brain, they don't know how to nourish the cells. Nothing. Then what are they doing? That answers your question, please.
7: Thank you, sir. Appreciate that, Cherokee. You're welcome, Whew. brother. A disease care. <laughs> it's, it's, I love it when the audience comes in and just picks up a point that's that's like right there, you know, And then we start to really ask questions. Because one of the things I wanted to look at, Dr. Nardi, was that the person, even in the Colorado shooting, was studying neuroscience. (laughs) He was studying neuroscience. And now they're saying, you know, it must have been some type of mental disorder or mental breakdown um, in the last month. Can you, Dr. Nardi, in your scientific evaluation and opinion, do you think a person can go from scientist to murderer or killer in, a, in, you know, in the span of four to six months? No, no, no,
4: no, 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 no. You see, I study I neuroscience. And when you are studying neuroscience, you map the brain, you know, know the various regions of the brain, you know the neurotransmitters and all that. Fine, that is neuroscience. But you are not taught. You are not taught how to nourish the brain. You are not taught how to nourish the brain. Mm. You are not taught how to produce neurotransmitters. You are not taught how to produce the templates for enzymatic energy and and, 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 and activating energy. You are not taught all this. You have to come to American School of Symptometry to be taught all this. So he was just training them to pass his exams. And he was screwed up himself. Mm-hmm. So studying neuroscience, study neuroscience, it's nothing. It's just a coursework. It's just coursework. Come, come, cram. No, study all these neurotransmitters and all that, and go and pass your exam. You have your A or your B. But it's, when you come to symptometry, you apply what you study. Now, tell me how to nourish the brain. Now, tell me how to produce Templates. For energy. What are the nutrients? Okay, you have the you have you have the gray matter and we have the white matter. What does gray matter what is what is gray, gray matter made of? What is white matter made of? And why is it called white matter? Why is it called grey matter? Yes. Welcome to symptometry. The course course is tough, but it's exciting. You learn more than just neuroscience.
7: Mm. Powerful, powerful. That's what I like. That's what everybody likes, is dealing with power. Anybody who wants to have some comments or questions or feedback tonight, please call in. The phone number is 347-205-9089. 347-205-9089. Three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. We also would like to encourage everyone to still get your early bird tickets for the Symptometry Symposium in Greensboro, North Carolina this weekend. Please go on over to Symptometry.info as soon as possible. Go on over to Symptometry.info, and then at the bottom right-hand uh, section of the screen, you'll see Upcoming Events. And that is join us in Greensboro, North Carolina, and you'll be able to purchase your online tickets there as well as if you need to have, uh, we will have books for sale. Dr. Nardi, you will be having books for sale, right? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. All right. So that is, um, so for those of you who had already been listed with um, the event on June the 30th, please um, let us know at Symptometry and the email address is Symptometry at gmail. Um, and we're just looking forward to everybody being being in the uh, being in the building. I was listening in to a conference call, um, I think last night, uh, for a little while about the organization. And Doctor Nardi, you will be uh, having like um, a a dinner uh, on Friday. Is that correct?
4: Well, hmm, these are some some of the details that uh, I th- I think so. Uh, all I can say is yes.
2: But,
7: well, let me check in with Doctor Abbott then. And get, yes, you know, because the Abbott, okay. uh, is there dinner. I don't know.
2: That that no, there there isn't a dinner on Friday. There, um, because we have to um mind the uh, the time think because Doctor Nardi is uh seeing people for consultation that afternoon, so. We don't want to keep him up like we did the last um the last symposium. And so we really wanna, you know, allow him to get get to his bed by eight thirty or nine o'clock at the latest, perhaps he'll give us an extra hour on, on Friday. Um, but on Saturday there will be um food available, some T, um dishes available at the symposium. Uh, for, uh, for those who attend to purchase and um I I like to say that uh Vincent and Amal um Linda uh they, they will be uh, catering that event and a uh excellent pairs of those uh, nutritious dishes. Um, I, I've actually uh you know tasted several of her uh, dishes before. Um but as far as um, Dr. Nardi um, Again, you will, will be available For consultation However, we're At the limit now <laughs> So, if, if you do Want to get a consultation Please um, uh, Call me at 708 And perhaps that may be Something we can talk about by giving you or someone you know a uh, consult with Dr. Nardi on Friday uh, evening, um, but uh, Coach, if you would, um, if, you, if you are in town around that time, perhaps we will be able to connect with you, and um, we'll we'll find out, you know, more about here uh, on uh, for Friday.
7: Oh, I'm trying to be in town. Don't you worry. <laughs> <laughs> don't you worry but
4: but i uh, but i i see, I see, I see, I see being told that he has a spot on the program uh, uh dr Abbott?
2: yes sir i I sent him that information and uh yes he does oh, okay okay, okay okay all right okay all
7: right. i i just sent you a, a a reply email the document didn't come through so i saw the i saw the email but the document come through so I'm going to, have to ask you well, to resend I, that I to me. I, I
2: sent I sent another back um that I pasted on their email for you so you should have it now. Alright. Okay. Very good. So, um, Dr. Nardi, could you uh, speak to uh things like obsession and attachment? Um yeah, what what attachment? yeah uh, obsessions and attachments as you know like even with um at, uh, you know, sports, sports, you know, what they call fans of sports, where we read about, you know, uh, fans getting in fights at the soccer games, at the football games with each other, you know, over, you know, they're, you know, they're pulling for their team and, you know, and uh, usually alcohol or. Exactly. Or that's, that's, that's,
4: that's it. That is that is the factor that I wanted to uh, the, the, you cannot you cannot mix you cannot you cannot miss it. You cannot miss alcohol. Alcohol has been a, a troublemaker and a trouble causer since the beginning of time. You know, yes. alcohol has been has been a, a prime factor, a prime agent. You see, it has been a catalyst. You know it it stirs up people and then down it lets them i you mean know, it leaves them where they are and in the worst position the worst shape that is alcohol that's what alcohol is you see and unfortunately, it is only people who have peptide deficient brains who are who are drawn to alcohol
5: people who,
4: who whose whose neurons are not functioning properly people who, whose brains is, 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 is very impoverished these are the people who are drawn to alcohol. And eventually, they damage the liver. the liver has twenty four segments. It depends on the segment that is damaged. It's very hard to see an alcoholic or a person who drinks alcohol who has a healthy liver. I've never met one, and I don't think I will ever meet one hmm. So you drink alcohol, you damage your liver, and don't forget the liver. Is the primary factory that produces raw materials for the entire body. We eat we eat protein foods. It is the liver that has to convert the protein that we have eaten into amino acids before it sends it before it sends some to the pancreas for protein to, for to, for the pancreas use the protein splitting enzymes to convert them to additional amino acids. So eventually, after eating maybe 10 or 15 amino acids, we end up getting over 50,000 amino acids for ourselves. In DNA, there will only be 20, but there will be other amino acids that to be used to produce protein, to produce enzymes. Most of our enzymes are made of protein. Most of our enzymes are made of protein. A few are made of uh, uh, cofactors like uh, B vitamins. So the liver plays a significant role in our health. And you are drinking alcohol to to, to, to damage your liver. That is the beginning of your end. You will self-destruct. If you have liver cancer, is very 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 difficult to cure it. Very yeah. difficult because that is that is that is the that is a factory that produces all the raw materials. It's just like a factory that produces raw material for for for, for making glass or something has been bombed. What are you going to produce glass? That is analogy, right there. So all these. Fans who drink alcohol before they go to soccer matches and all that—nothing good will come will come out of them. Because even if a person is quiet, he will try to to, to pick a fight. Why are you so quiet? Why are you not talking? Is it because, why? Why are you not talking? He's try, he just trying to pick a fight
6: because he has done too much alcohol. So,
7: Doctor Nardi, are you saying that? I mean, I mean. I'm, I I hear it, but I want to get the direct right out of the horse's mouth. So you're saying that um, the alcohol does have a direct link to mental illness cases. It is a
4: catalyst. It makes uh, that's why I use the word catalyst. It it, it speeds up the reaction and it remains unchanged after the reaction. And uh, the alcohol is still there. And if you are on the edge. It means you are borderline. You are not schizophrenic, but you could be. And you start drinking alcohol. You are going to lose your mind. And the good news the good news is we have a particulate that deals with this particular situation. A person who drinks alcohol and then alcohol fuels uh uh the propensity for mental illness. We have this particular.
7: We have it. Well, we gotta we gotta have more people and that's why I'm glad we're having these shows every Tuesday night at eight o'clock, so more people can get some more understanding about some of the things that we offer. That's why I call symptometry the best health care you've never heard of. Because so many people have still not heard of it, but we are trying to reach um, and teach around the world. <clears throat> so, anybody has any questions tonight? Because I know somebody knows somebody who has some symptoms, or some children that have been, you know, uh, tagged as ADD, or maybe some 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 uh, some soldiers from Iraq, or maybe from the Katrina um, uh, fallout from years ago um, that have been um, have been tagged with PS. CTSD, Please give us a call tonight three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine. We want to hear from you. I do have a caller on the line from the caller nine four one six two three. Your microphone is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hey, hello, hey, bro. How you doing? Ah, what's going on, Lord Peace? How you feeling? All right,
6: all right. Doctor Abbott, Doctor Nardis, this Jonathan from Florida.
2: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, I did that. yes, sir. How's
6: it going? Fine, fine, uh, fine, fine. I wanted to ask a question about the uh, alcohol. And um, working in a health food store, we sell um, herbal tinctures. And I just want to know if the alcohol that, you know, people are drinking, like from the liquor stores and then beer and everything, is that the same type of alcohol that is used in these tinctures? And if so, or if not, what is the effect um either way detrimentally or beneficially does um herbal tinctures have on the body?
4: Well the amount of alcohol also is very significant if it is if that percentage is very low. Um uh, it will the, the 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 amount of destruction will not be extensive, you know. So you look at the percentage. And secondly it also depends on the person's um, um, um enzyme status. Some people have an, some people had an enzyme deficit before they started drinking alcohol even the, even the, even the alcohol that is harmless even alcohol that is harmless their your your enzyme status will determine how well you are going to do you are going to fare after drinking that small amount of of beverage.
6: Okay.
4: So it is your enzyme status that determines everything. Don't you see? There are some people here, <laughs> uh, there, are some, sorry, there are some individuals who, after drinking just a drop, a drop of the mildest alcohol, the mildest beverage, alcoholic beverage, they are very tipsy. They lose their sense. I mean, they, they, they lose
2: their balance.
6: You we know, see we say they can't hold their right? <laughs> so so does does um the fact that they use alcohol to make herbal tinctures that like a mismatch with that does, does that no no um, you see there
4: is, there, you see let me let me let me explain something to you, even in homeopathy even in homeopathy um uh, they used um um, grain, grain, alcohol, grain alcohol to extract. Grain alcohol is an excellent extractant. Uh, you see, scuba, scuba divers, scuba divers go uh, to the bottom of the sea, uh, different different seas, black sea especially, black sea especially where a particular um, turtle exists, and they they extract the secretion of this turtle. And you can have the situation with the terror, but to get the, the, the chemicals that are in the in that situation, you need green alcohol to, to do the extraction. Okay. If you don't use green alcohol, you are not going to get anything out of it. So I personally, am very grateful and I'm very thankful to these uh, researchers who have been very intuitive. Hello. Yes. who have been very, very intuitive in, in making the connection and in finding the best way to use the kind of alcohol uh, to, to extract all these chemicals that are used in homeopathic particulates. So I'm very grateful for them. Yes, you need, you need alcohol in tinctures, yes. But I prefer that you don't use the tincture. I seldom, I seldom recommend tinctures. I sell though because of the alcohol level. I prefer that it be dropped on a ball of lactose. So that so so so, so that the alcohol is, is attenuated, is reduced. You know, that's why I don't I never never prescribe mother tinsters. I always prescribe pellets that you place under the tongue, not mother tinsters. Does that answer your
6: question? Yes, it does. It does. Because they, they do have some some non-alcoholic tinctures where they use the vegetable glycerin, but I've never found those to be as effective.
4: Exactly. Always
6: the one that has alcohol
4: because it extracts a lot of material from it. Oh, man, there they, they they are, they are several, several chemicals in the plant, and unless you use drain alcohol, you never get all, all these things. Never. And the same way also when you are cooking uh, navy beans, there's a special way of cooking navy beans. If you don't use oh. if if you don't use certain uh, certain condiments to cook navy beans, navy beans, you will never never get protein put one from navy beans. Never.
6: Mm. Can we can, can we can we get a little bit of that because
4: um, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I,
6: did, I, I, I made the simple rice the other day, and it is phenomenal.
4: Yeah, but uh, if you if you added a few other things, you will have really gotten putting one out.
6: Okay. Uh, I'll practice patience. <laughs> Thank you, though. That That's all I have for for right now, okay. anyway. Um,
7: okay.
6: I'll chime in later. Thank
7: you. Peace. Oh, Dr. Nari, you Got the naughty holding back recipes. That's what he's doing, Seabuck Willow. <laughs> hey, you know that's
6: a part of our virtues, man. Patience, patience, patience. And Thomas okay, is not going anywhere, though. So. That's right. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Thank you. <laughs> it's awesome, baby.
7: All right. I do also have our director of admissions back on the line. I think she's raised her hand. She has another comment. Yes, ma'am, your microphone is wide open.
9: You know, um, am I am I live?
7: You're live.
9: One thing I just want to share a personal um comment with everybody. When when Dr. Narte was talking about um the gray matter in the brain and the white matter in the brain, I originally went to school undergrad to be a veterinarian and then I switched over to pre med. Um, And and I can definitely say that you learn the information in the sense that you learn how to regurgitate it very, very well. You do not really learn how to apply that information in in medical school. And so that is why I love symptometry so much because it speaks to that very scientific part of me that I want to know why, not just learn the gray matter and the white matter, You really dig down to the root, and so that is what is so appealing to me and what drives me with the centometry, because you just don't, well, take this, and then, you know, you'll get better, but he explains to you precisely what is going on, why you're having the blockages, what he's going to do in the sense of what you should see in your progress in in healing, and it's very clear. And I think that is something that you definitely cannot get from any doctor's office. First of all, you can't even get into the doctor's office when you're having the issues, and then they just want to give you a pill. And I started to thinking that they give you a pill, and if they are supposedly giving you this pill to make you better, why are people on medication for years and years and years and still not seeing a um, any kind of alleviation of their symptoms? For their disease, because traditional medicine is not curing anybody. So I just wanted to share that because that popped into my head when he was talking about the gray matter and the white matter of the brain. It was very scientific.
7: Thank you, thank you, thank you. She brings a big point home. Um were you getting ready to say something? You with Dr. Nardi? Oh. No, no,
4: no, no. Um I was just I was just um contemplating on the best way to help um many many children so that they don't uh, uh go down that uh, that slippery road to mental illness. You know, that was that's where I was I was deep in thought as far as this issue is concerned.
2: Mm. Um that no I have a um, yes, sir. a question in regards to the question that Steve Bob Willow um was asking about the uh the alcohol with the tinctures and and um in the past years um, by those of, of ones that I've used in the past, but if, if a person, before I come to you, if a person would boil off the alcohol in, in water, does that dilute it, or what? does that change the consistency of it at all, or, or no? No, uh,
4: alcohol uh, what, what kind of alcohol are you talking about? Are you talking about isopropyl alcohol or grain
2: alcohol, or
4: what kind of alcohol, or
2: alcohol no. as a beverage, which is which? Uh, uh
4: grain alcohol to extract the um, the 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 power or the um, grain yes, grain 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 alcohol. Uh, this is this 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 how it is done. Um, um, uh, when you are when you are studying uh, how to produce homeopathic uh, particulates, or uh, they used to call them remedies, but for that's for lack of a better word, when you are producing these products. You use the you use green alcohol to extract the the, the material first, the, all the chemicals, and then and then you you use distilled water. You don't use ordinary water. You use distilled water that has a pH of zero um, to to keep uh, to keep diluting it so that um, uh, you so that uh, the serial dilution will eventually clear all the poisons. All the poisons uh, in, in in the material in the, in the therapeutic product, this is why you can have bee venom, and it, it, will, it, will, rather, it will rather bring out the, the healing the healing component of the bee venom. You may have snake venom, it will rather bring out the healing component of the snake venom and then and destroy the the, the, the the killing component. You see every component every every venom has two components it has the, the healing aspect and the destructive aspect we are silencing the destructive aspect and then we are we are raising the the healing aspect that's why it is good to use um, this healing aspect to cure as many diseases as possible this is what applies to plants and this is what applies to animal secretions and this also applies to plants so by you uh, you are not diluting it with ordinary tap water. You are diluting it with
2: distilled
4: water. That's a big difference, please. And, um, okay, thank you.
7: A lot of things we got to unlearn, ladies and gentlemen. And like Dr. Nardi said, for the benefits of the children. I mean, I know a lot of times we come in looking at um, ourselves and what you know and what we doing, but we also really have to take into some consideration what's being passed down, um, even in the public school system, of how they're trying to label our children. You know, That's and then by the That's time, worked. and really what they're doing to, in my eyes, they just building, they just building a case. So by the time he gets to any type of um any type of trouble or anything like that, then they say, Oh well, we see that he has a long record of uh mental health issues <laughs> and now but it's but it's only been tagged by unprofessionals who were as we say trying to treat. They weren't trying to cure or they weren't even trying to recognize. They were just spending more time just trying to treat. So, you know, at the end the it was a trick, not a treat. You know, it was a whole long, long ass Halloween story. Like and like Dr. Nardi said earlier, and I agree, the whole situation is pathetic, totally, totally pathetic.
4: The the the, the good the good the good news is, you know, uh, um, uh, nothing is lost yet, and uh, hope is still there. Hope is alive, and the uh, the symptometry, of and signs to the joint our joint effort. This is no longer a one man effort. It's now a joint effort. Thanks to our joint effort, uh, people are listening. People are listening because if people were not listening, we uh, would not have been flooded by all kinds of uh, requests for treatment from all over the world. Uh, it's not only in the United States now, and uh, people are listening in Britain. People are listening in Australia. People are listening in 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 Barcelona, Spain, and uh, and it's it's interesting and. Uh, Coach uh you've done a marvelous job, and uh, and you teaming up with symptometry to, to to bring this valuable message to to the whole world is something very uh, laudable.
7: Well, I appreciate. It. I'm just doing my best, just trying to you know, just trying to contribute where I can, where I see the gap, you know. But I mean, I. I'm gonna be for real. I got into it for selfish reasons. I got into it because I needed to heal myself and and, and 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 be able to heal my family. So I'm not gonna sit around here and be like, oh yes, yes. I just wanted my, you know, it's it's bigger than just having it on my radio program and you know having having thousands and thousands and thousands of people listen each and every week. Just 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 watching the um just watching the numbers go up every week of um, our downloaded shows, to me is, now that's the real dream come true, to know that when I can look back and see um, the personal hygiene, we already have over 350 people who have downloaded and listened to that show. You know, we had 109 people uh, listening in the chat room on the computer that night. Um, When we had the academia, I'm sorry, go ahead.
2: Excuse me, do you have a 708-205 uh, in the queue there? I have a question I
7: just oh, received. That's what I need to know. I, we got them. Caller from the seven zero eight two five zero. your mic is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please?
5: Uh, hello. Good evening, everybody. This is Bell from Chicago, Illinois. Um, I actually have a question, although I work with Photometry headquarters. <laughs>
7: Yay, we got our first we got our superstar on the line tonight calling in. Yes ma'am, what is your question?
5: Um, well first good evening everybody. Great show as always. My question is is twofold. Uh Coach Cayo, you just mentioned how a lot of times as kids um go through school, um they're often misappropriately labeled as ADD, HDD, um uh what is it, uh hyperactivity or they have social adjustment issues or aggression disorders. Um, the interesting thing about the case that was um in Colorado with Mr. Holmes is that everyone was acting all surprised that his the only thing on the was a feeding ticket from a couple of years back. That he has a otherwise squeaky clean record. So he's not who they would expect to do this sort of thing. My question for both professionals who deal with uh, children and the general public as well as us individuals who just have friends and family we love and care about would be what are some triggers to recognize where, okay, you have a shortage of protein A32 and we need to get you some particulates before this escalates into something that hurts someone even if it's just yourself. Like what are some of the key um behavioral identifiers, if there are any, that we can look to recognize, because I know when we did the blood episode and even the flaky DNA episodes, um, there were key identifiers about behavioral patterns or decision making patterns that um indicated that more likely than not the person was suffering from that specific deficiency
7: excellent question excellent i was and i and I was and i you over there mind reading because I was thinking like, what are some of the telltale signs so I think we're on the same page, Dr Nardi, can you please address this beautiful question
4: yes um one thing one thing is um one second um one thing is very, very impulsive behavior that is a telltale sign. That is a red flag right there. Very impulsive behavior. And if you don't, we have the particulate for it anyway. If you don't stop it, if you don't stop it, there will be problems. If you don't stop it, there will be problems. Another problem, another one too, is, is nail biting. That is that is that is a common that's a common one. Nail biting while the person is biting the nail, is, the mind is wondering. The mind is planning what else to do, what else to do, what else to do, what else to do. This is why um, uh, when a child uh, has these two red flags, um, a specialist has to be brought in immediately to remedy the situation there is no there is because after this you have wandering mind the mind wanders from from topic to topic from subject to subject from, it is finding something 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 appealing to cling to it's finding something appealing to cling to you see so this is why uh, this 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 uh, these three symptoms are uh, very, very important. Such a person will not criticize anybody. No, 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 no. He will be so well behaved that the person will not raise a red flag at all. He will not criticize anybody. You, a person has a tendency to criticize, oh, that person, don't you have nothing to worry about that person. No, 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 no. But the person will say, oh, well, everything's nice, everything's cool, it's all right, thank you, it's all right. Ah... Uh, Watch out. The person has combined these telltale signs. And then the person that's so criticized does not talk at all. Anything bothering you? Oh, no. Everything is fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. But watch. Be very close to the person. If you are very close to the person, does, the, does he or she fear ghosts? Thus, he or she fears to be left alone. These are very important tells signs that will help you to know where the person is heading. When this happens, you change the person's food immediately. You change the person's eating habit immediately. Then, nurturing must come in. Nurturing must come in. Full dose of nurturing must come in. That is the only way you can you such a child.
6: Thank you.
5: Matt, the hmm. follow-up question? Yes, ma'am. Okay, thank you. Um, thank you for the answer, first of all. Um, one thing that struck up on the news is in what they were saying is that um sometimes there are also additional behaviors of controllingness or manipulation and those are early signs. But so what you mentioned about um the people who say everything's okay basically, like they should be angry about some sort of injustice they've experienced, but they're all like, Oh, no problem, it's okay So maybe in their head they're figuring out, plotting how to get that person back because One of the things that I believe was mentioned um, with Mr. Holmes is that he was upset with Warner Brothers for retiring the character of the Joker after Heath Ledger died, because that was his favorite character. And so he became the Joker and then did the massacre so that the Joker could live on and the legacy of Heath Ledger's character could live on. So, um, like, his reasoning and logic in that, if in fact that is true, is psychotic to me but then that falls in line perfectly with what you just suggested about um, being wary of people who um, don't uh, communicate challenges uh, and overlook that so the first thing to do if you notice these signs are to one change the diet so that they're getting proper cell nourishment for um, brain foods and producing protein 832 but also seek the assistance of a um, specialist in symptometry, correct?
4: That's correct, that's correct. Because uh, because uh, I will not say a psychologist, and I will not say, uh, because there are so many psychologists in schools and all that. What what are they doing? What are they doing? And you still have children being labeled ADDs and all that. What And the psychologists are there. They run all kinds of tests. That is true. These tests are very helpful. But you also need a symptometrist to help the child um, change course, to have that, to, to, have, to re-groove the child's mind.
5: Cool. And I would like to um, help dispel the myth that everyone with a mental disorder, etc., is um, just plain crazy, because as you mentioned, he was very methodical with... Um, with how he booby-trapped his department, like, that was genius. How he purchased all of the weapons he exactly. used. Exactly. And he was to have a groin protector and all of that. So um, there are people, like, there are children with ADD. Well, several of my friends actually have children labeled with ADD, ADHD. Albert Einstein, I think, was diagnosed with ADD, ADHD. Um, and I know adults who function with it now as well. So it's not so much that they are crazy, but their brain is operating differently than the rest of us. And it sounds like, um, well, not it sounds like, I know it because I work there, but one of the things I love about symptometry is that we are able to um, correct the malfunction without decreasing um, the individual's mental
7: I hope her call didn't drop. She was right in the middle, and yes, it did. She's going to have to call back in. I think she was going to a good subject, but I also have somebody on the line who's coming in that same line of questioning about post-traumatic stress syndrome. Call her from the 510-355. Your microphone is wide open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please? Hi, Coach Carrier.
0: This is Amber calling from Oakland, California.
7: How are you tonight? Uh-huh. This is a dream come true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, good evening Dr. Narty. Hello,
4: good evening, Amber. Good evening.
0: Um I'm doing quite well. This is a very interesting topic. Um I I my, I'm originally from New Orleans. Uh I lived through survived the whole um Katrina incident. Mm -hmm. I moved to Northern California as a result of Hurricane Katrina to continue my studies. Mm -hmm. Um, Coincidentally, or I don't believe in coincidences, but um, synchronistically I'm studying trauma and the nature Mm -hmm. of trauma being stored Mm -hmm. in the body. That's right. um, And sound therapy, you know, looking at the nature of vibration how you know cells communicate through vibration or electricity and how sound can be used as a healing modality. The, the,
4: that that is symptometry right there. Go ahead.
0: Um so I just had a question about um how how symptometry weighs in on PTSD. Um and I I asked this, let me preface the question by saying I learned from uh, one of my former teachers, a psychologist um, an African American woman, but she she was teaching us in the class, you know, about PTSD, and she said, um, also less well known is something called post traumatic stress growth. So, and I feel this is where symptoms is probably intersects with PTSD. She said, you know, the body can is resilient and and can respond um, and, and basically grow new neural pathways to cope with the amount of stress. Or pressure or uh you know the chemicals the stress hormones released during traumatic incidents um and then there's a state of not just the disorder p t s d but the actual growth where you sort of you overcome you you heal from uh the traumatic experience, but it does have to be uh under the right conditions, you know breathing, good nutrition sleep rest uh you know, so just just curious as to how sentimentry weighs in on PTSD.
4: Yeah, thank you. Um, first, look at what these uh, soldiers go through on the field, on the battlefield. Look at what they go through. They go through sleep deprivation for days and days and days, and even this is part of their training here. And then they have grief. And they are not allowed to grieve because the fight has to go on. Their best friend just died. The one, the best, the, the best friend who was also the best man at their wedding, just died in their hands. But they are not allowed to grieve. No grieving time at all. Hey, move on, move on, 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 on. Hey, oh, ah, keep going. Yeah. So you have, you have grief. You have remorse. You have guilt, maybe I should have done something. maybe he he told me this yesterday, maybe I should have listened, maybe I have guilt, so the person will be crushed. Then in addition to all this, we have sleep, sleep deprivation, and then shock, shock. What is trauma? Trauma is shock locked in the cells. You have to unlock this trauma. And only symptometry has the particular to unlock trauma from the cells. If you don't if you don't unlock the trauma, I am sorry, what you are doing will not be very effective. You have to unlock the trauma. Just like when you have shock in a car in a, in a car accident, that shock will have to be released from the cells. All these football players and all that who who, who bought their head. You have, to re- you have to remove this shock from the cells. Look, if not, you see, you've heard of football players who commit suicide left to and right. And, well, they are not in the best mental health. The same thing also can be extended to PTSD. In their situation, it's worse because they've seen so many dead bodies. They've seen so many dead bodies. So what they need to do now is To override to first you unlock the tumor from the cells, then you help them to override this. And what do you do? You help them with nutrition, not with alcohol. You see these people coming someone from PTLZ, the first thing they do is they go into a bar and then they order alcohol. Oh that is wrong, 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 dead wrong. No alcohol should be involved. But unfortunately, The specialists who are in the armed forces are not aware of this scientific way of helping the soldiers. They have gone and fought a good battle to protect this country, to to, to promote the ideals of this country and they have come home now and there is no nurturing. No nurturing. They have come to, they have come home to they have come back to a home that is broken. Their wife has left them, those who are women, Their husbands are now sleeping with their best friend, the best friend, the best girlfriend, and so on and so forth. And the the shock passes on and on and on and you have nowhere to go. The best thing for you now is to exit this world through suicide or through alcohol or through, I don't know, but your life is hopeless. So you need a totally different and scientific approach to address PTSD. Not these people who are on contracts, and all these psychiatrists who don't know anything about self-nourishment and nurturing.
3: Yeah.
4: You need a group of people who are on the same wavelength to nurture you properly. You see, you need there's something in psychology called regrooving. What you saw at the battlefield, don't use this, don't don't see this as uh, as a drawback, but use this as something positive. What have you learned from what you saw on the battlefield? Turn all that you saw on the battlefield into lessons for successive generations. This is what is called re And then the details could be done, could be spilled out in a program for PTSD that we are prepared to work with.
7: Okay
0: well, mm. thank you very much
7: thank You're you. welcome Thank you Amber for bringing in that fire We appreciate you And thank you for listening in, in, in tonight
5: No problem
7: Alright peace I do have uh, Belle back on the line Belle you must have been traveling through some uh, some some Mercury retrograde uh, situations <laughs> over there. Can you uh, can you pick up where you left off, fat please?
5: Um. Yes, and and yes, I did hit a dead spot. So thanks for letting me back on the line. Um. I think the question was more so regarding the parents or even adults who are coping with uh, PTSD because they haven't yet taken advantage of root cause therapeutics. Um, A lot of times what they um, avoid is medication strictly because they don't want to um, lose their mental sharpness. And a lot of um, these psychotropic drugs do exactly just that, like they quiet everything down. But what I've noticed in adults with PTSD, with um, ADD or ADHD, I'm sorry, is that they also have um, additional... Health problems, and I'm wondering if that's mainly just because, if that's specifically linked to um, the deficiency or the original cause of that led to uh, the manifestation of ADD or ADHD, or is it just, or is it also just the combination that they're eating culturally and not scientifically, so they would have had those issues anyway? Are there any underlying trends that um, we know of or that we've seen? in delivering root cause therapeutics that connect um, neglecting to treat um, a mental health issue with root cause therapeutics that leads to additional health problems in the future besides
4: knowledge. What, what, uh, what, what I've personally observed is there are people who are in denial. <laughs> there are people who are in denial, and there is nothing you can do about that unless they themselves, the least... All the symptoms they are suffering from, and one thing i love I like about uh, partners that is husband and wife uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, fiances, and all that. What I like about partners is if the sufferer omits a symptom, the partner will bring it up. He say, "No, you're also suffering from this you're also suffering from that you also and so on and so forth, but if it is the sufferer alone. Who is having a consultation with, with, a, with a symptomatist? Many things will be left out. You see, there are certain situations that affect the reproductive organ that uh, many people will not, feel, don't feel comfortable talking about. So I have a nice way of bringing uh, things to, the, to people's attention. I will use examples of people I've treated and I've said, and then I will say that they also suffer from this. Then I say, oh, yeah, okay, I'm also suffering from that, but I, uh, even some, something that's even more serious, but I thought uh, uh, we had to deal with this one first. Then I will tell them, no, sometimes we have to deal with the other one first before coming to this one. They say, oh, okay. So I try to help them to a peel of layer after layer after layer after layer, and then we get to the root of the problem, what has really been bothering him or her, you see. Sometimes it is emotional. It, it does not have anything to do with any therapeutic product at all. It is emotional, you know. The person has not been hugged for for, for, for a long time. It is a hug. That human warmth is what a person is. In addition to other things. But this is the key. This is very important.
7: Doctor Nardi, so you mean maybe even just the common the common part of just coming up behind someone and just rubbing their back? Oh
4: kind of... the amount of vibration that releases, oh man, you feel you feel like you're on 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 on, on cloud nine. Man, it's good.
7: Lovely. So, hugging, touching, the physical contact is um, is something that you recommend.
4: It's called vibrational transfer. It's called
7: vibrational transfer. Yes, it's very important. Ooh, vibrational transfer. I love it. If any other callers on the line need to get a question in it tonight, because we're gonna go ahead and hold this thing down. We're not doing an after party because we have covered this thing um, to the to a, a great extent. And um I'm giving people a chance that they want to come on and ask an um question of Doctor Nardi or Doctor uh Abbott before we uh before the ten o'clock hour. that we're gonna let Doctor Nardi get some rest. And of course when I say that, that's when people start raising their hands, of course. So uh we're gonna take this other caller. If anybody else has a um uh c- concern or comment on their heart they would like to ask, please dial in now three four seven two zero five nine zero eight nine if you are listening live on the computer, you will also need to call in because it will stop streaming in about two and a half minutes. So if you are um, listening on the computer and you want to catch this last one or two callers in the answer um, in our announcements, please dial in 347-205-9089. Uh, Caller from the 407, your microphone is open. Can I get your name and where you're calling from, please?
8: Uh, this is Isaac. From the 407.
7: seven. Uh, Hi, what's going on, Isaac?
8: O double E peace to all the gods and the goddesses, Doctor Nordic.
2: Please <laughs> speak. Hello.
8: Yeah, um, have, I you know, I had a question about um, uh, speech. I forgot what what part of the brain that the speech is located in, but can like like certain types of trauma. Like compromise, like someone someone's diction or something like that. You know, like um pronunciation.
4: Yes, like, yes, uh, yes. Because because the, the the speech mechanism, the speech mechanism, um, goes through the thalamus and goes through the thalamus and the hippocampus, and uh, uh, it's it, the cells are so scattered are so scattered toward the brain that uh, uh, sometimes head trauma. Can affect a person's speech, and even if you have a stroke, it depends on it depends on the the, the area that was affected. If a major chunk of uh, the speech mechanism was affected by the stroke, the speech would be impaired or the, the speech would be slurred. Yes, speech. The speech mechanism runs through different parts of the brain. That's true.
8: Okay, as far as the trauma. Oh, so 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 is that included as far as like psychological trauma, like a, like a, like abuse, like as far as if a child was like a, like about three, like around the range of three and five, and somebody like really just traumatized them so bad that
4: can, is that possible? For like, something could snap snap inside the brain. Yes, yes, because you see the problem is that you see uh, instead of instead of the brain dividing with. Uh, with positive impulses, the brain will be divided, the brain cells will be divided with negative impulses, and once this happens, there will be so many distortions and if the speech if the speech mechanism is affected, the child will just refuse to speak mm. and then the child, sometimes the child will refuse to speak, or the child may not be able to communicate what he, what, he or she, what he or she has experienced. I think many, many people were traumatized in the war zone and all that. These children were traumatized, who saw their mother being raped repeatedly and the cries and all that. You know, sometimes they find it difficult to speak.
8: Okay, because I I was just really wondering, wondering about that because I was doing my own personal research on that. And when I was speaking speaking to this counselor about it, I guess she must she probably wasn't updated on the information because I've been doing my own research on you know my mm-hmm. own mm-hmm. my own situations because I can recall something happened to me to that effect to where the point to where I couldn't even recognize I was just learning how to recognize my own voice, but then i That's started right. Right. i started asking questions like who was that talking when it was me and i didn't e I couldn't even recognize my own voice because I had lost some diction in just like thirty minutes worth of trauma or something. Well actually it wasn't thirty minutes worth of trauma, but it was Oh boy. It was just mm-hmm. enough. And I I realized and it took me like almost a month to really get used to my own voice again and it, it that was really traumatic because it hurt. It really hurt because I'm like, Wait, wait a minute. I was not talking like this before and I was a little child, I was like a toddler. You
4: see but, and you see you see I see all this is Look at the brain. The brain is wired by electricity, just electrical circuits. All you do is uh, uh, emotional or psychological trauma that is strong enough to have to affect the speech mechanism in the brain and it's finished. The person you if you may you maybe speak but you start stammering, you start you'll be stuttering for the rest of your life.
3: Mm. You'll be sometimes stuttering I you, sorry, Yes, sorry. I'm listening.
8: Great. Sorry about that, doctor. I didn't mean to interrupt. Sorry. Are you saying no. plan, you were saying something about stuttering?
4: Yes, yes. People, pe- people, 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 people start stuttering after trauma. People just start stuttering yeah, because I, I started, the speech, yeah, because the speech the the speech mechanism was heavily impacted.
8: Yeah, I, I really started getting like the 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 you know the duh the duh you know my um. It, it was really my diction just really in, in, in the way that I... The words kind of, like, come together sometimes. Mm-hmm. It, it, get, it get hard for me. Sometimes my mind be going so fast my mouth can't keep up with it. <laughs> you know, I be like, oh, right, ah, yeah. ideas,
4: The ideas don't match with that with with mouth, yes. <laughs> with the, with yeah. the, the uh, with enunciation, yes. Even to the point, like, if
8: I'm thinking of a certain number, I might write another number down but I'm like, wait a minute. I was <laughs> like, "Look, like what's 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 going on?" So I had to really slow down. Yeah, slow down,
4: slow down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but mm-hmm.
8: I, I really appreciated because I was really wondering about that. Because I, it's not. I'm not saying that the counselor was a bad counselor. I guess I I, I realized that she just wasn't really aware of that. You yeah, know? you see
4: that this is this is that. Do you remember last time? I don't know whether you listened to the show. I, I use the word, I use the expression, limited knowledge and expanded knowledge. We, in Symptometry, we always use expanded knowledge, you know. And uh, and uh, uh, Symptometry is open to the whole world and all professionals. And let those who want to use expanded knowledge, even if you are counselors currently, if you are counselor, come to Symptometry and you use expanded knowledge. You know. Oh,
2: so I'm already waiting
8: for mine. I'm waiting for my particulars, man. I'm waiting.
2: <laughs> I'm already
8: waiting. I'm already in. I'm already in. Okay, so I'm just, all right. I'm, I'm just really, really, um, really grateful. Uh, peace to the coast. Coast guy here. What well, you doing? You doing your thing, man? Mega big. You can't even where the bombs at, man. You need to drop some or something. <laughs> but uh,
7: <laughs> you know it don't take but me I, long now. You know it don't take me I, long now. I start hitting. <laughs>
8: But I really appreciate it. I, w- I was really, really um, trying to get some clarification on that uh, question right there. So I'm glad that I got to talk to the great symptometrist. So that's uh, I'm just grateful for that, man. A piece of all the chat, people in the chat room, and you know, people that's joining us tonight. You know, I try to make I, I try to make it a point to be here every Tuesday.
2: That's good. If I, if good.
8: I don't do that's anything okay. else, every Tuesday, <laughs> of course, of course. Uh, Cosmo, I gotta say Cosmo physics. You know, it's either Tuesday, that's right, that's right, that's right. Tuesday and Sunday, I make it a point. If I don't do nothing for the week, (laughs) (laughs) if I just sleep the whole week, I'm gonna make sure I see the, uh, you know, I get to uh, witness these shows. You know, this this is history in the making right here. Well, should I say the true story in the making?
7: That's right. The truth. That's what yeah. it is. And we appreciate you, but uh, Big Brother, for tuning in every night, giving us your energy too. And that combination you got, some thermometry and cosmophysics. You over there preparing a monster, and then when you get your particles, <laughs> you might as well go ahead and just uh, strap up, just strap in. That's all I can tell you. Yeah,
8: I don't know what I don't know. I don't know how you doing it, Coach. But you, I mean, you got Yao. I'm like, wow. You just you just all over the board, man. It's like <laughs> between you and the goddess. Abundance, boy. It's like it's like I don't, I don't really have to go nowhere. I'm just between you, between the two well, of you.
7: Doctor Nardi, Doctor Nardi explained it to me one day very well that um, the things that we desire are inside of ourselves, but ourselves will not let us have them until we deserve that we are worthy. <coughs> so for the people who we've been knowing one another and maybe operating in similar circumstances but hadn't yet come together, I think when you start cleansing the blood and cleansing on the cellular level, uh, certain DNA explosions start to happen around you to allow things like that to happen in my life. I can't take credit for any of it, not, not, not one bit. The only thing is I'm, um, I recognize when it's time to be obedient. And when it's time to be obedient, then, you know, that's when you start to, like, listen to yourselves and things like that, being much more observant. And reacting like you got some damn sense, you know, instead of just saying, well, I ain't going to do it, whatever. I think it's a coincidence or something like that. I don't think any of that has happened in my case. And um, even bigger things are coming, you know, and I'm glad that um, I'm past that particular fear of bigger things coming in our life when we start submitting to our spirit. So that's where I'm at right now. We've got some big things popping off. As you know, Sundays with Cosmo Physics, Tuesdays strategically with Dr. Nardi. Then Wednesdays I have my own show now where I'm doing the Coach Kyir hour about Illuminati money, you know, strictly talking about the wealth and prosperity principle and uh, having an illuminated mind about energy. People here Illuminati, good. That's blood, very good. Yeah. They, they 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 start thinking about criminals and the Bilderbergers and all that other and conspiracy theories. Where when you actually when you start cleansing the blood and freeing up the electricity, then you are an illuminated one. You know, what I'm saying by self by self design, and then the currency is soon going to follow. But we do have to make some adjustments in how we think about those things. And then on Thursday night when we adding in the Tantra with Yal Morris, it's just totally amazing. I wanna give a big shout out too to uh the whole Juju Mama and Blue Butterfly camp that had a very successful uh Tantra event and sexual alchemy and healing down in Atlanta this weekend. Uh I have to try to figure out a way where me and Doctor Nardi can do something like that very um very similar because I'm quite sure that there were some relationships that were on the brink, some marriages that, um, by some of the uh, things that happened this weekend, um, have been revitalized, refreshed, uh, re-nurtured, and put back on track. You know, so I think we went and uh, went against the norm of the divorce rate this weekend and went for the rate of healing relationships and forming mm-hmm. power couples. So. I really uh, really want to uh, say I'm going to just, you know, big up myself and anybody else who was down there in that event or anybody who's listening to those shows on Thursdays or involved with Coach Kyer. That's really what I want to do for the remainder of my life, not just 2012, but bring this information to people on a real high level so they can understand it. So, yeah, Big Brother Isaac. Uh, I don't know how I'm doing it either, but I'm going to just stay obedient and stay in my lane. <laughs>
8: Yeah, man, I'm grateful though. You 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 touched on it, man. When you was talking about the Illuminati, man, you know how they use that fear to block us from um, tapping into our own sciences, you know. So it's just that's you know you you really <laughs> you touching on it, man. You touching it. <laughs> with I like I like to call it sub, you know what I mean? That's like you like you 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 below you you sub level with it, man. And um yeah, yeah, I'm just grateful that I'm able to be. Uh, aligned With my With my higher self You know it, it's, it's been a long journey man And I'm just looking forward to When well I I'm not I'm not anxious But I'm just Grateful And when that moment comes When I get my particulates That means That's when that energy is, is, is necessary So I'm just Just grateful that I'm um You know On the path On my own path You know Because it's narrow Because it's mine <laughs> You know what I'm saying that, that, That's
4: correct Yes mm-hmm.
8: So I can't. I can't. Re- I had a dream about you, Doctor Nordic but I don't know. I'm trying to. I'm still trying to interpret that. But I'm over here in the four seven the O C O double E, and I appreciate yeah. it. And I'm gonna be okay. on hold. I'm gonna get somebody. That's a chance. I know. Did nobody else push one? Somebody else got some questions, right?
7: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. All right. Thank you, Big Brother. I appreciate it. No doubt. Peace Dr. Nardi I want to make this I want to ask this last question because that's kind of like The theme of my show On Wednesday night where I'm talking about Illuminati money of turning around The paradigms and people They always say 1% Of the of the population controls 99% of the wealth And so my uh, my Theory is 99% Of the wealth is chasing The 1% of the population Who know how to treat it and I got that from uh, putting my mind in a in a symptometry format and saying health is – because health is wealth. And so health will chase down the person who knows how to treat it. Would you feel that, that would be correct? Like if you start treating the body correctly, then the health, that the optimal health that you're looking for will run you down or hunt you down to make you well and bring benefits to your life. How do you feel about that, Dr. Nardi? You
4: see, um, you, you start that – you started You started the right way, and uh, health is wealth. You see, and this applies to me. This applies to me. I placed emphasis on health by ionizing the blockages for myself, by sanitizing my blood, and voila! A whole world of opportunities opened to me. And now I am creating jobs for other people. Mm. So, wealth is not just material possessions that you acquire, it is the fuel of your own internal happiness. That is the lasting wealth. That one should seek not the material possessions because when you get this kind of inner satisfaction and wealth after a balanced health this will last forever because you are creating opportunities for others also to make a living a decent living but if Because of poverty, because of hard time, you decide to acquire wealth, material possessions first, your health will fail, and you'll be miserable. Eventually, you are going to lose
7: everything. Dr. Nardi, do you think that that also could contribute to mental illnesses by not taking care of the um, the health part? And just going out here chasing money and putting that above all else—spirituality, relationships, and nurturing—will that start to uh, have uh, detrimental side effects um, I, on the mental health
4: side? I will not. I I will not. Mental health is only one component. We have we have emotional health. You know, you have you have emotional health. You, instead of talking to your wife, you are yelling. Instead of talking to your children, you are yelling. You are yelling everywhere. You are yelling at your subordinates. Are you healthy? You are, emo- you are em- emotionally unhealthy. You are an emotional disaster.
3: Hmm.
4: You may make millions of dollars, but emotionally, you are nobody. And this rather makes you vulnerable. Your own subordinates will be planning against you. Your own staff will start playing against you, and will get rid of you. So, what is the essence of this kind of wealth? I recommend very strongly that you stay healthy first. Ionize the blockages from your cells. Your cells, when you sleep, your cells will begin to show you how to multiply your tiny pieces or your, tiny, your, your small pennies, your small dollars, you show you how to do it right. But, when it comes from yourselves, you have to be very, very careful. Don't go and cheat anybody. Don't go and cheat anybody. You cheat somebody, your cells will turn against you. So it's best do things spiritually by going to the forces that are that yourselves release to your mind.
7: Mm. Y'all heard it here first. Oh, oh, you know I gotta do this last one too, Doctor Nardy. Wow. What about the the benefits or the effects of meditation or the importance of meditation for our own mental health?
4: Yes. Yes, uh this is uh, something that we discuss in symptometry very very intensely. Um one thing I I have met many I have met many uh masters who are mentally very healthy. Um uh, one of them told me that even he levitated once, but uh, I wasn't there when he did it. So as a scientist, unless I see with my eyes before, I will, I will lend credence to that. But one thing I know is they are very, very mentally healthy. Unfortunately, they are not physically healthy. So I would prefer that there should be a balance between mental health and physical health. Between emotional health and systemic health. That is the kind of balance that I would would, would advise. Meditating, meditation is excellent. Because what are you doing when you are meditating? You are drawing, you are mobilizing, you are harnessing a lot of energy from different parts of your body and all these energies are going to your mind. And by by focusing a lot of energy on your mind, a lot of energies will be energies will be siphoned off the cells that are in other parts of your body except your mind. This is how people become mentally very healthy, but physically not very healthy. The breathing exercise, the breathing exercise that you, you teach, is excellent because that takes care of the breathing apparatus, including the medulla oblongata, that is at the back of the head, and the lungs. That is excellent. I listen to it. I say, yes, it is scientifically approved. Correct. Now, what about the joints? What about the ankle? What about the nails? What about the heels? When energy starts to be depleted from these areas, and this energy is not replenished, these areas will begin to dry down. They'll begin to become dehydrated. And when cells become dehydrated, they cannot divide to produce body essentials or brain essentials. This is where a person's mental health will not be in sync with their physical and metabolic health. So I encourage all those who do meditation to also um uh give prominence to their physical health also. Absolutely.
7: That's what I wanted to yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and for those who those who want to know what that what that word is the, the uh Chinese term is qigong, Q I G O N G. It means breath work. The meditation is just sitting still and breathing, but the qigong is matching the breathing with the movement of the body. With the movement of the body. And If you're interested in some Qigongs, I do have it on my Tai Chi DVD. And if you're out here taking Tai Chi and they're not giving you Qigongs, get your money back. Don't even attend that class because the Qigong is what gives you the power. And like Dr. Nardi said, then the Tai Chi moves the energy around to the joints, to the nails, to the hair follicles, to the large and small intestines, to the kidneys, to the liver. You have to spread that energy around. So meditation is the starting point to quiet and empty out the mind but being ready to receive. And then what you put in it is the actual work. So and I'm and, and that's probably what, how we're gonna do it. Me and Doctor uh Doctor Abbott gonna have to put something together real, real soon to uh see how we can do this symptometry as well as our breath work together. We're gonna have to put a project together. What do you think about that, Amso? I think Dr. Abbott put his phone on mute for a second. I do have uh, Kimberly on the line, though. Uh, Kimberly, your microphone is open. Thank you for hey, joining us tonight. You. Hi. Oh,
0: this was a good call tonight. This, it was really good. Um, I just we can barely hear you. Talking.
7: You got us on speakerphone. We can barely hear you.
0: Oh, man,
5: man my phone's getting ready to so go dead. I wanted to say this was a really good call tonight, and First of all, Dr. Norty, I am so excited I get to see you this weekend. And also, um, just looking forward to learning more, um, to be able to apply to my studies and actually the question that you just answered about the the uh meditation and how we're gonna be meditating <laughs> uh <laughs> and the blockages, that forms in the body, the mind is healthy, but then the blockages form in our joints and so forth. I wanted to say that I, I um, recently visited a school out in Iowa where um, primarily all the students um, meditated. I was actually supposed to attend there, but I'm so glad I followed my mind and waited, and now I'm a student of Stemtometry, and what a journey. Wow. But I wanted to say that these people, although they seem to be very peaceful, they look sick <laughs> they looked unhealthy and they were feeding them and oh it was so bad bad vegetarian food <laughs>
3: so
9: it was clear to me that I did not need to be there but it was definitely
5: a place that I. I, I when you mentioned how the body formed all these
0: blockages these people really they looked old they were peaceful but they looked sick they weren't healthy
4: that's why, that's why, that's why I said uh, with the qigong, for instance. That's why you have to balance out everything, you know, because uh, you know that the, 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 you know, in symptometry we talk about the seven fronts. We talk about the seven fronts. All these have to be in a state of balance. Uh, you, if you only pay attention to the mind, because okay, you don't want too many, you don't want psychos out there, you don't want cycles out there, but then you are going to have people in wheelchairs.
9: Well, and then they're going to turn out to be psychos, Dr. Norty, because no one who is unhealthy feels good. They put negative
10: energy in the world. That's right,
4: yeah. And and especially if you don't know how to take care of your liver. And as I said, the liver produces all the raw materials for, your, for the body. And you don't know how to take care of your liver, uh, things will not be right because uh, we have seen so many cases, so many instances where uh, even uh, uh, Buddhist monks, in uh in uh in this in this in this part of the world uh have been on strike they where they, they where they caused mayhem you know there have been instances where this happened and what happened and they i didn't know the people who are supposed to to to, to control the mind i didn't know the people who are supposed to be calm under all circumstances what happened they lost it so what's the difference between them. what what's the difference between them and uh and the average Joe?
2: because yeah, 'cause they'll go burn themselves up or set themselves a fire.
3: <laughs> and
2: that, yeah that yeah. That's that's very interesting. But I yeah. I was I I was on a uh, excuse me yeah, I was on a, a, a call because you had that the director of admissions was, was on a call with a with a person from Canada calling in about the American school of Phytometry. So even this time of night, so do fields and calls for that. Okay, that's good. Yes.
9: Well, okay, guys. So thank you. I'm looking forward um, to a great weekend this weekend in Greensboro, North Carolina.
2: Absolutely. Okay. okay. Looking
7: forward to seeing. i would be I'd delighted to. to see you also. Okay.
5: Okay. All right. Take care.
2: All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm.
7: I'm so glad Kimberly's gonna be in there making that ginger drink, boy. That's gonna be exciting, boy. I know c Willow <laughs> needed to come on now, did up she know Kimberly. That already? Huh? Say what? Did you did you did, 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 did
2: you did she already confirm she was making the ginger drink?
7: She knows it. She knows it. She knows it by in her heart. It's like she knew not to go to that school where them people were meditating, but they didn't look healthy. She knows. It. She knows that she's going to have coming there with a whole oh, bunch hey, of ginger, right. a whole bunch of symptom honey. She already knows it. So, you know, it's not about <laughs> okay, her confirming it. Okay, well, right. I'll, I'll,
2: I'll bring the blender. <laughs> right,
7: there you go. You bring the blender. She going to take care of that, and I'm going to bring some watermelons, <laughs> and we're going to have some fun. <laughs> Thank you, Kimberly. We love you. <laughs> she ain't laughing now. Oh, okay. all, all righty now. Let me see if I got anybody else in the chat room. We're getting ready to go ahead and let Dr. Nardi and Brother Amsu get some work done and myself get some work done. I've been out of town these last yep. two weekends, and my cells are opening up. <laughs> um, I'm gonna have to get up special early in the morning. I got to get out the naughty about two weeks worth of feedback. I can't talk to y'all online like this. I got to, I got to go ahead uh, and uh, and uh, pull them to the side. But I would definitely want to thank everybody who uh, tuned in tonight in the chat room. Evolutionary Muse, the guest Miss Kristen from the Cosmo Physics just fell up in here. We thank her for uh, tuning in tonight. This is her first live show that she's called on to, uh, the Watcher, Holistic Mystic, of course. And everybody that's listening in, in the um, in the call queue, 609, area code 216-910. That's my man, Base God, in the building. 803 347 278 the 612 704 We also will have um, the brother's going to be there, Dr. Nardi, with the electron microscope to look at people's blood this weekend.
4: Yes, and oh. uh, and and it's good. And I, this was brought to my attention. I said yes, I encourage it. And uh, Doctor Abbott brought it to my attention. I said yes, I encourage it. And uh, uh, symptomatry is all is all about A, using anything that is going to expand the therapeutic field. So I, I encourage it and I endorse it. Yes.
7: Absolutely. Well, I think, uh, uh, Brother Amsel, do you have any other announcements tonight? Uh,
2: yes. You just really want to just let people know that symptomatry, the Symptometry Symposium will be this Saturday, the 28th of July, starting at 930 at the Wanick Medical Center. That's six North Point Court. In Greensboro, 27408. So if you plug that into your GPS or go online, we will have uh, directions. You can find directions there. And we are looking forward to it. Dr. Nardi will will be, uh, well, he's already booked up for, for consultations on Friday, but it should be a very good and, and enlightening weekend. We have a great program. Uh, lined up, and uh, coach will be in the building, and Doctor Nadi, and it'll um, be a great, great day for
7: us That's right, and don't forget the early morning Tai Chi. Got to be there by eight thirty. We're getting started because early we're
2: gonna be
7: okay. <laughs> say what? Amsu?
2: I say early morning Tai Chi. About early
7: morning, morning tai, tai, tai Chi, so. and I'm bringing that tantric, I'm bringing that tantric sexual energy Tai Chi. We're gonna get some energy stirred up. For those of you, we're okay. going to get some blood moving before we go up in there. We want you to, we don't want you to get your blood sampled and be looking down there and see it's all dirty and polluted. We want to see some energy in there. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right. <laughs> all right.
7: All right. Well, look, we're going to go ahead and take it out of here. I look forward to seeing the whole family this weekend. And um, y'all don't be no strangers. Symptometry.info, if you want to get your advance tickets, You'll be able to click on Upcoming Events in the bottom right-hand corner. Also, if you need to catch on any of the prior podcasts that we have done thus far, go to symptometrybooks.com. Also, um, this weekend, I mean, with well, this week, I'm doing a uh, 20% off on all my consultations with Coach Kyir. If you need to be, just get in contact with me, 336-587-1215. And we will see y'all this weekend. Peace.
2: All right. Nice. Thank you. Good night.
8: Just like clockwork, to put the glock to work And putting nobody to stand stills, man, it kills me Taking a life is like taking a shit Hit or miss, niggas are playing guard, trying to rob and steal That's why you got a guard your grill Like a Bobby, you cause them harming you with just like honeybees swarming you Vocally arming you with my responsibility It's killing me, Bigger than all these niggas see they fly Taking a Steven Seagal and falling Falling to the wayside when you try to call I fall, when we was little, nappy-headed niggas in the projects But now they carjacked, wait on income tax